Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, literally, podcast starts now. Okay, press play. Press play on the podcast now. Okay, everyone press play. Okay, hey listeners, and welcome to Stradio Lab, the first and only podcast to be recorded in quarantine. Wow. I am sitting here now with George Severus, my coworker. George, <laughs> how have you been? Wow, thanks for circling back. Well, of course, I'm always trying to loop you in. Thank you for looping me in. This email finds me well. <laughs> oh, God, I'm I'm good. I, when you started saying, hey, listeners, I thought you were going to say hi to me, but no such luck. <laughs> so this is our first episode that we're recording in quarantine. And in fact, I have a, a piece of feedback I've gotten about the podcast from people that have liked it so far is that it's really refreshing that it's not recorded during quarantine. Yeah. So, we're about to burst some bubbles. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, the quarantine did get us eventually as well. Yeah, it's weird. You you would think it, it, it. You would think based on how many episodes we have released over the past two months, that truly, you know, the acting as though nothing is happening, um, <laughs> that it just had not affected us. But not the case. Oh, uh, tell you what, I am still pissed off that somebody leaked all of our episodes. You know, this know. was supposed to be our unreleased podcast project, and somebody just put it out there, kind of ruining the mystique we had. 
We did say, I mean, the one thing we agreed on when we started recording this podcast is that it would never be released. We said, this is for us. <laughs> this is absolutely for us. But you know, things change geopolitically. That's true. Um, the entertainment industry the entertainment certainly is taken up. You know, let's talk about that. Yeah. As someone who currently is employed by Viacom, how has it affected you? <laughs> um, you know, it's been so hard for everyone at Viacom CBS, and I think I can speak for them. Um, you know what? It's a family, I've heard. It's such a family. Everyone that works there, it's a brotherhood. Yeah, we're all just a bunch of guys being guys over there. Yeah, they they don't employ any women, right? Yeah, and it's controversial, but you just got to throw it up. To... You know what, though? It, it works, is the thing. <laughs> if, if it ain't broke, don't fix if it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, that's what Bernard Viacom said that in his first ever <laughs> keynote address, addressing the shareholders in 1970 B.C. In 1970, <laughs> B.C., baby. Um, how's um, being a tenured professor at Harvard these days? It's going really well. It's going really well. I mean, I have to say, as as some listeners might know, my non-comedy job is working at a research center and studying the media industry. And one of the projects I'm currently working on is literally <laughs> Trap Bless you. you. <laughs> Uh, can you stand? Can I stand to be? No. Jesus Christ! This isn't. Right. You can have our friends. You said, Catherine, Catherine, this isn't Insta. This isn't Club Coming on Instagram Live. Yeah. Do you think this is some sort of Instagram Live? You're not the star. You're a guest. <laughs> Just wait till you're introduced. Ow! It oh, hurts. It hurts. It hurts to be a guest. Ow! Ow! <laughs> I'm itchy. <laughs> Sorry, I look so bad. I'm like going to change shirts during this. You literally arrived like late, like Lady Gaga in at the Met Gala last year with changing into various black and electric (laughs) pink outfits, just like on Zoom. Oh, disgusting! Oh my God, you're blowing (laughs) up online. (laughs) It's insane. Wait, I just want to close one loop because I. (laughs) Um. So. Like so, so part of my daily job has been literally to keep track of a spreadsheet with layoffs in media companies. So it's literally just reading articles about how people are getting laid off. Wow, that sounds uplifting. Which is like the most depressing thing to do on a day to day basis. Um, and then what else? I've I'm taking a Zoom writing workshop. Can you I'm, I'm listening. How how is it going? It's going. <laughs> It's going, I would say, relatively well. Um, I had like, you know how people say like the positive things first and then the negative things when you're going around doing a workshop? Mm-hmm. Last night I had this experience where like everyone was being so positive and I was like, oh my God, I knew it. I'm the best one. Ah! And then it like, and then it like got to the point where people were like about to say like the negative stuff and people were fully like, what if you got rid of like the entire B plot? <laughs> or maybe even the a plot yeah i i feel similarly at viacom cbs sometimes i'm like of all the creative i'm definitely the best one right mm, yeah. and i need them to tell me that i want like a ceremony at viacom cbs but anytime someone isn't um organizing a ceremony for me yeah i consider that to be unfair and you know what else is unfair when people treat art like it's not a competition like there's a right. winner and there's a loser it's a competition mm-hmm. 
Are we losing our touch? What's happening? Um, no, wait, did we? It's hard. Okay, so here's something I'm thinking about. Yeah, it's like quarantine. So this podcast, right? It started sort of pre-core. Sort of, uh, we got to sort of bask in our own toxicity. We were mean to each other. We were mean to the guests. The guests were mean back. Everyone was having a blast. Now everyone's so grateful to be alive and healthy. And it's like, okay, I'm trying to be like rude to my friends. Can you please like drop the sincerity? Did you know? So it's like hard. No, I know exactly what you in mean. In this current climate, to well, be tell- an active rude bitch. Yeah. Well, tell me if this, tell me if you relate to this. I have been going back and forth between being so overly kind of earnestly, um, you know, emotional and then being completely like hating everything yeah <laughs> well, I guess not. i'm not like mad does that check out like what do you hate i mean things that would normally bother me and then i would move on because i have a lot of time i then think about them for 48 days mm. Does no, that make sense? Yeah, Do you want to at all affirm my experience in any way? Maybe yes and me so we can kind of yes get on a roll of a conversation. Okay, you are heard. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, I get like surprise emotion. I feel like I get that a lot. Where I'll oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Wait, what? What? What were you saying? It's like a Carly Rae Jepsen song. Surprise emotion. It's a B-side. Surprise uh, emotion. Sorry, I'm literally, I'm guest. I'm guest. Ignore me. Okay. I'm, I'm not here. Muted. Okay. Wait, wait, wait give me. Yeah, you go. Should we just bring in our guest? Yeah, but I do. I just. I wait, do... the, the seven o'clock clap is happening. <laughs> They're clapping for us. They're clapping for Catherine. Guys, shh. We're recording our podcast. Um. Let's literally bring in our guest. Okay. All of Park Slope is clapping for renowned comedian, (laughs) poetess, Berkshire's influencer. Please. (laughs) And again, we still don't have like a phrase we use when we like bring in a guest. We just sort of wing it every time. So, um, please open your holes for Catherine (laughs) Cohen. Yes. Oh God. It was obviously fucking impossible not to talk during that segment. Um, I, I, Catherine, I swear to God, we truly, we have never been that bad. I mean, it's crazy. I was, I was laughing, laughing, laughing. And then I was, I got, I was looking at my phone because you guys, my, my, one of my best friends from high school literally just gave birth. Oh my god! Well, definitely give a big shout out to her. <laughs> shout out to her. Shout out to Lily. Shout out to the new baby named Lily. That's what the baby's name. Um, so surreal. Well, I did see okay, you wait. your phone while we were talking. What? What? No, I just like I have to say I'm I'm so I'm so happy to see you both. I I'm just getting like sentimental. I just like haven't seen I haven't seen your faces on Zoom yet, even during this. And I you're, and also I wanted to say that. Um, I feel like two two of my college friends text me being like, "You have their new podcast is so fucking funny. I'm obsessed with it." So really, if oh, that means oh, anything that's so to sweet. you, it sounds like you guys are both doing like good in core. Uh, that sounded good. That's insane that that's how it sounded. How bad are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I I I said this once. And I'll say it again. I just woke up from a nap, so I feel com- 
I mean, to wake up from a nap at 6 p.m. is should be illegal. It's disgusting. And then to immediately go make a cocktail. I mean, SOS. Wait, can um, I actually, can I respond to that? In my mind, waking up from a nap at 6 p.m. is the most normal possible time you can wake up from a nap. Oh, is that see, crazy? What's crazy is I'll allow that. Like, I actually, in my mind, it's like you're taking a siesta. It's like after the work day, let's say you're in Europe. So the work day ends at 2.30 p.m. Neither and then you're in you, Europe. <laughs> you go home, you have lunch, which in Europe is at 4 p.m. And I'm then sad. you take a nap and then you wake up at 6 p.m. And then it's cocktail hour. Okay, I Here's guess I'm European as fuck. I guess when, in my mind, if I was like in the city right now in our old life, waking up at six, perfection, you have a whole night ahead of you. But as someone who has nothing planned to wake up at six, then you're like, okay, well, it's have to. It's going to be a while before I go back to sleep. What are we going to do tonight, etc. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but this but is once again boring. This is boring, 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 boring. Well, but it seems like you're already on the, I mean, so what does, so just for everyone, for anyone who might not have read your Grub Street Diet, um, <laughs> you are yeah, skewer me, roast me, Georgia. <laughs> you you are for the four five Americans who missed your Grub Street diet. <laughs> they're they're hard to find, but they are out there. They are. It's true. Um, so you're in. You're not in the city. I'm princess vibes. My boyfriend's parents have a cabin in the Berkshires. We spent two weeks in my say it with me studio apartment, and then fled here. And then, and this is, you guys are going to love, love, love to hate this. This amazing woman on Instagram was like, I run this gorgeous lodge in the Catskills and there's no one here. Would you want to come broadcast your Insta live show from here? So the past two days, we went like an hour away to this gorgeous lodge to like be in an empty hotel and it was heaven on earth. And so now I'm, and I'm just like riding that high, but now I'm back to norm. But Wait, is that where you did your writing retreat? No, that's that's different. <laughs> Wait, what is this? Um, okay, so what? You know, let's get to what I really want to know. What's going on with your? I don't know how much you're talking about on the pod about your personal life. It wouldn't this is be the first you, time we you came on. You came on. That's my true. Pod yes, I did. Talk I did. about when like things were earlier, early days. That's Wait, right. I'm sorry. Things Have you all seen Love days. Island? No. Mm-mm. So it's the it's like the only thing I've been doing. I've watched like I would say at least um, 200 episodes of it. And so I'm kind of using the lingo in a way that's fun, not annoying, and cool. <laughs> <laughs> so it's early days, mate. Okay, so you – and no one's ever done that before. It's inventive. <laughs> so it was early days. What's going on? Yeah. Um, well, we're still dating. In fact, I would Are say – Yeah, we're boyfriends. I'm obsessed. Um, we literally <laughs> had the conversation about whether we're boyfriends during quarantine. That's well, the shit. That's the sometimes shit. Sometimes you have to. You know, that's sometimes really going to push you. It was one of those things where, like, I'm so glad that I do really like him because I could imagine a world in which, I mean, we started dating in December. I can imagine a world in which I started dating someone in December, you know, two, three months in is when you realize whether you actually like someone or not. And, like, to start, I'm, like, you writing know, this down. Semi-quarantining. <laughs> imagine to start semi-quarantining <laughs> with someone and then be like, wait, I actually am not feeling this. That'd yeah. be sad. That would be sad. And also, like, I feel like it would be, imagine being like, okay, I don't like this person, but at the same time, this is my only opportunity for any human contact. So it's a lot of calculations to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do okay, mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, anyway, uh, but luckily that's not the case. And also, luckily, we live a 25-minute walk, so it's 
a built-in exercise and b it like frames my week because i know like that's perfect you know like i'll see him for a couple of days and then come back (laughs) your life's perfect (laughs) george your life's like a movie oh my (laughs) my life is like normal people that okay the the show we watched a few episodes of that and then we like we we got horny but then we tried to have sex and then we got in our heads thinking we were trying to have sex like them and then we got got on this long discussion about like our sex like our our sexual connection and that just like kind of turned into three days of like really intense discussions about our relationship and we're on this the other side of it but we would call it the normal people discussion oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. i mean i think where's my guy the- is that accurate <laughs> okay oh he literally left you <laughs> um oh shit, the car, where's the car <laughs> Um, uh, we had that experience, but not sexy at all when we watched uh, Sarah Jessica Parker's vehicle divorce. And, oh, I've watched um, all of that. <laughs> and it, That's a good we, show. Well, you know, we, we put a ban on it in this household because we watched <laughs> a few apps and just immediately started fighting about nothing. We just were oh. mad at each other. Like, it just brought it out. But Sam, how many years is it? Six. Yeah. Yeah. Are you what's going on in that beautiful household? <laughs> oh, it, it's um fine. It's mostly good. It's just like every once in a while, I feel like when I'm in like a bad mood, there's nowhere to go with it. So then I'm just like grumpy, and then he's oh, like, "Why are you mad at me?" And I'm like, "No, but I'm about to be." If you like, and it just absolutely, it's unreasonable, and it like just is like one day a week, you know? It's like this like toxic little stew. I and know. Then it, the moods are insane. It's so difficult. This, yeah, this has been no, interesting. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, there's no like outlet <laughs> to be like. Interesting. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this has been really interesting. <laughs> I just feel like there's no outlet for like feeling negative energy. Like in a normal day, you can be like, "I'm annoyed at people on the subway," uh-huh. or like, "I'm annoyed at job," and now it's like, "I'm just annoyed and I can't put it anywhere." Um, I know. So it's uh, crazy. What were you going to say is interesting? I was going to say because me and Bri have never lived together before. So this is our first foray into uh, that. And it's been going surprisingly well. But I feel like every like week or so we have – I wouldn't say fight. It's like just really long discussions about like, yeah, like that's how I feel. That's how I feel. <laughs> it's really like – it's really sweet. <laughs> I'm in love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were gonna say you were pitching that like it was gonna be like our big fight, and you're like, it's just really sweet. No, I've forgotten how to be like funny or interesting. I'm just like, I'm in love, and I'm in the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like how long has it been since I've had a funny thought? It's been a while. Years. I'm still running on reserves from pre-core. Absolutely. I did have a couple of weeks where I felt like, wait, does anyone hear an echo? Uh, for you, a little. Really? Fuck. No. What do you think it is? No? It's gone now. I think sometimes okay. there's just like a lag. Okay, cool. Um, I don't know what I'm talking what about. What was I saying? Obviously. <laughs> I obviously don't know what I'm talking about. Catherine, you said <laughs> that. But you, literally, so you literally set this up for us. You set I'm, up all I know, the I'm your, I'm your producer. <laughs> what is in your Ziploc bag? Well, it's such an amazing question, George. I um hurt my knee for no... The, the one time I went on a long run, hurt my knee. Now I can barely walk, which I'm obsessed with during this amazing time. And this, <laughs> bag of, this bag is now what we're all calling water. And I've been kind of like gently putting it on my knee. But I'm realizing maybe I should put it back in the freezer. 
Well, that has been our brand new segment. What's in that Ziploc bag? What's in that bag? <laughs> Wait, Catherine, something you should know is that we make up a lot of segments while we're recording this show. I love oh, it. and something else you should know is we don't tell the guests anything about the podcast until we're recording, and we talk about recording the podcast while we record it. Yeah. yeah. No, I completely can, I feel connected. It's a behind-the-scenes featurette on the thing that is currently being recorded. We do a it's like thing if you were our... watching Titanic and then Kate Winslet turned <laughs> to the camera like flea bag and was like, can you believe this fucker? <laughs> or if you turned to the camera and was like, am I being good at acting? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Her, it's like after after the director yells cut, she's like, that was so random when my boob was out. <laughs> Uh, say we do we do a quirky thing on our podcast where we refuse if we don't know about the guests and, and the other one wanted them on the other one will refuse to look up any information about I, <laughs> has it ever gotten has it like been very obvious for any particular no. guest we just we had a girl who was on the bravo show summer house and that and pat loves that show and i was just like i've never seen your show and she was like okay bitch she was really, she was really it was really she was cool and funny so i stand love that and that's my that's my tale. Um, what else is going the fuck on with my girls? Yeah. I was think I literally was looking forward to this all day because you're both two of the funniest people. I whenever I whenever I try to be earnest, I sound like a bitch, but you guys are so funny. <laughs> 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 and I've been I was like this will this will like cheer me and like set me right. Um, well, let's George, do let's do George, let's sidebar really quick. Wait, yeah. Um, when Catherine said we were really funny. Was it just me or was she being a total bitch? <laughs> I was about to say it sounded really disingenuous. Yeah, like why would she come and, on the podcast just to mock like, us? Like, okay, congrats on having that girl from Summer House on your podcast. Right, like, like, who even, like, did I ask about that? Like, I don't remember. I just like don't, it's a, to name drop like that. I mean, it's like I love you know me as a name I, dropper. I, I, yeah, I mean, like she goes on Instagram like once, suddenly her head there's is like huge. there's a silent agreement that we all kind of like pretend we're on a level playing field, but like to just come in and immediately be like, I had Imogen Poots on my podcast oh my from God. Summer House. Um. Anyway, okay. Anyway, sorry. Let's yeah. let's hey, unmute ourselves. We have let we'll un- unmute, unmute ourselves yeah, yeah. so that so that Catherine can hear us. Hey, Catherine. <laughs> sorry, we had a technical difficulty. Hey, Caddy, baby. Oh, hey, don't worry about it. You guys are really like you're doing amazing shit right now. <laughs> Your shit is being amazing. Um, don't worry. Thank Every you. week on my Instagram live, there's fewer and fewer people, and I'm obsessed. <laughs> I feel like literally the most. I feel like the most pathetic woman in the world posting about it, but it is all I fucking have. I'm like. I had so like, much fun. I had so much fun when I did it. No, doing it is so fun for me, but it's just yeah. like there's something about I don't know how do you guys feel navigating like posting anything during this say it with me time feels so psycho. But I also I, need it to live because I I'm so I'm an endless void of need and approval. I mean, my literal new job is making content for Viacom CBS and it is just like Putting Wait, what, out... so what is your job? I couldn't tell if that was real or you guys like had, oh, a, had a standing bit. Yeah, it's hard to tell. <laughs> this one is actually real. I'm like doing the like, I'm like making videos for Comedy Central Digital. Like, uh, and it's like. That's great. It's fun. But it's like really crazy to just be like, okay, we'll come up with quarantine content every single week. And I'm like yeah. trying to be like really funny. And then it's like today, truly, I, I put out a video and it didn't do well. And I spiraled i've been like upset yeah. just like checking my phone and being like 
well, literally I mean, me last night, I was like, this video just isn't getting enough likes. And Brian's like, yeah, it's okay. And I was like, yeah. I, I wrote a song that was like, um, if anything else bad happens to me, I'm going to kill myself. And Brian's like, you can, I don't think you can say that. I was like, I'm, okay, yeah. shutting down my quarantine muse. I've been trying to write a song called, um, what if I commit seppuku? No. <laughs> the premise being like, you know, it's not suicide, it's seppuku. Like, yeah, yeah I'm cheap. killing myself, but it's like different. Yeah. Do you remember when, um, when like, so, I'll say it, Trump said that, um, Woo! Big, big Cheeto in the, that big Cheeto up there. Can, can you believe the, you know what I call him? The orange Cheeto. What the oh! fuck? Wow! I'm ripped, for those not watching, I'm ripping my clothes off, masturbating at how funny that is. <laughs> so remember when he said something that was like maybe you know uh bleach would you know like what if we put bleach inside our bodies maybe that would help or whatever um the day that that happened i wrote an entire shouts and murmurs that i did not submit that was like um your guide to bleach based cocktails and it was like all like parodies on like negroni but it was like dead you know dead groaning or whatever and i wrote the entire thing and then i read it through and i was like this is so dark i can't this is is not publishable in the new yorker and then i just like but yeah i um then the new yorker called me and they're like no george seriously it's really good and they actually (laughs) gave me extra they paid me extra for it bag of water she's got a bag of water in her hand it's for like, the listeners the, the all the 100,000 listeners at home Catherine Cohen is holding a Ziploc bag of water. Absolutely. No, that's so crazy to come on a podcast holding a big bag of water. You you know, she holds up this bag of water and you expect maybe a goldfish to be in there. Maybe she wanted at a fair, perhaps, but no, it's just uh, the bag. I know. Um, do you know what I think we should do, Sam? Do you are you literally gonna suggest we do our first segment? Yeah. That is so upsetting to me. Yeah, I knew. I knew that would get you. I said it just to rile you up. <laughs> oh, and now I'm peed off. You guys well... don't. Don't get divorced. <laughs> don't get divorced towards Catherine me. starts crying. Um, <laughs> um, so we do... Is it, this, this? You're going to mo- make fun of us for this one big time. We actually do a segment. And Ew. it's called like Straight Shooters. Do you hate that? Are you guys okay? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, you're pissed. Should we tell people that I am straight? But you know that I have, there is a, as I like to say, there's a shred of bi in me because I find it really erotic when a woman pushes her boobs, like her soapy boobs against a shower door. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the one like outlier. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I'm bi. Oh, tight. I've never been, I've never been, I've never been. Been with a woman there's a bird trying to fly outside it's like sad trying to fly <laughs> yeah it was so like, low it was too low like, for to be a bird oh wait like stay inside that's my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> wait that was brian going in from the car <laughs> come on in babe <laughs> um okay so the the segment is called straight shooters and it is a segment that we use to gauge our guests familiarity with the rich tapestry of straight culture and it is a series of rapid fire questions with two options so we'll just rapid fire at you like you know blue or pink and then you have to pick one I'm excited. and for this episode since it's our first quarantine episode it's straight shooters quarantine edition which definitely is what people have praised us uh uh the opposite of that where they say yeah. we love your non-quarantine content and then we're saying 
okay, well, don't get used to it because here's some quarantine style content. Well, those people are living in a fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Because Talk quarantine me. comes for us all. That Much like so. her sister, death. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, okay, so let's Catherine, Are start. you ready? I'm psyched. Okay, ready? That's a really straight thing to say, don't you think? Wait, yeah, no, that's... I'm, I'm stuck, Dude, I'm stuck and psyched and stoked. What's wor- Wait, actually, that can be our first one. Okay, are you ready, Catherine? Mm-hmm. Psyched or stoked? Stoked. Wait, okay, is, it, is, it, is it what I want? Is it what I like better? Or what I you're, think oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> rip my headphones off because you're already overthinking it. You're okay. overthinking that is, it. Everyone you're else. overthinking it. Okay. I'm just but, like everyone else. Stars are just like us. And now, <laughs> and now that you've overthought it, we also need to warn you, don't underthink it. Because as soon as you <laughs> underthink it, we... The place out. worse than overthinking is underthinking. Okay. So, so just that middle ground between overthinking and underthinking, that's mid-thinking. Sometimes, though, people will be too in the middle. Which, <laughs> when they're that, it's really painful for them. And that, that actually can be the worst of all. I'm scared. Okay, does that make sense? <laughs> does that make sense? That's actually so helpful. Thank you, guys. Okay, good. <laughs> Sam, go. Okay, uh, Zoom work drinks or a virtual e-birthday card? Zoom work drinks. Sourdough starter or kombucha starter? Sourdough. Medical mask or shirt wrapped around face? Shirt vibes. Taking up knitting or contemplating grad school? Grad school. (laughs) Being mad at runners or being mad at the government? Gov. Sally Rooney's normal people or Sally Field as Mary Todd Lincoln? (laughs) Normie (laughs) peepee. Um, I'm going to be hot when this is over, oh. or I'm going to be hog when this is over. Hog energy. Big hog energy. <laughs> okay, watching season three of The Real Housewives of New York, or reading one page of Severance by Ling Ma? <laughs> season three of Real. <laughs> well, I'm done. Joe Biden, or literally anyone else? Literally anyone else. <laughs> okay, going off alarm. Bring the going off alarm. I come forward as like a I'm a huge Biden nut. I've been supporting him since day one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that would be such a huge reveal. That would be incredible. God, it's hard out there. Um, that was really. Hey guys, that was really cool. Uh, you did so well. I I'm uh, calculating your score now. I believe you got um an eighty eight I used to think that eight, um, seven was the sexiest number, but eight was also cool. Well, eight's curvy, like huh. those boobs in the shower. It, yeah, because eight, like eight, <laughs> is popular now. When I was growing up, it was all about seven, all about seven supermodel. It was, it was Kate Moss, and now it's all about it's Kardashians. It's eight, so eight is now the sexiest number. I don't know. Six has that fat bottom, you know. I know, You're, but for me, it I'm makes hour- so much sense that you like six. What? I'm an hourglass queen. <laughs> George, you're probably like fucking four. It's such a nerdy Ew, ass number. Four. Like, George, like... tell us you don't like four. <laughs> I do not. I can't George, believe you because you, like you of liking four. four. I do not like four. You know what's it's even weird. more psycho? Liking two. To be fair, two is like a majestic number. Like it's like kind of it's like so close to the beginning, and yet it's so different. That's why it's so pathetic. It's like stop trying, to be, stop trying to be one. Do you know what's stupid about two? You know how two is a prime number. I actually oh, uh, that is that, that is psycho. That. Two and three. Isn't that well? Three, I get. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Three, no. Because th- it's an odd number. 
but to, to be looks, to be yeah. even and to look and to be even and and be prime i mean it's like um and as popular as too in terms of like dividing something in half half is one of the main things we have right exactly i mean i don't think it's that crazy you know it's like yeah maybe it's like kind of non-conforming for an even number like don't get mad at it for just like trying to switch things up but this is a heteronormative podcast right right so two is gay which is bad got it so we're (laughs) (laughs) everyone's here your favorite number on three we all say one at the same time Wait, do you want to know something devastating and and related to the topic of our to the theme of our podcast? Mm-hmm. I used when I was in like elementary slash middle school, I would say my favorite number was two because it was Derek Jeter's number. Oh, that's really sad. Isn't that sad? How long were you guys straight for? Uh... I came out to people around me when I was like 17, 18, and then I came out to my parents a little later. I came out to friends when I was 19, and then I came out to my parents when I was 25. And then you came out to me, uh, like, halfway through our date, and I was like, oh, right, he's gay. <laughs> That's right. Sam, we Sam had and a... I famously went for, like, drinks once, and we both were like, there's an energy here. <laughs> it, was, it was actually pretty erotic. And it, uh, yeah. Especially because, the... like, your Sam, like, is my type, is close to my, at least, like, adjacent, is type adjacent for me, at least, if nothing else. <laughs> um and so i was feeling wait when was this like two summers ago okay so it wasn't like you were out (laughs) no i was i was hanging out with my gay friend sam who was then (laughs) dating me dating hey okay okay new show quit for quibby dating for the night dating for the night Catherine, i just want to ask you to please not make fun of quibby why? Oh, oh, right, an employee. He he is a writer. Honey, I would on a guess show. what? I would pay millions to be involved in a Quibi project. I would, I, I would, and, I, and, and I did pay millions to be involved in it. <laughs> I would pay millions to be involved in anything that wasn't just me dancing around my living room in like slutty outfits, being like, "Pay, please, God on earth, pay attention to me." <laughs> that but actually, it is that is Chrissy Teigen's Quibi show. <laughs> please God, pay attention to me. Please God, pay attention to me. Please God, pay attention to me. Tacos and nachos. Tacos and nachos. Colon. Please God, pay attention to me. <laughs> Wait, that's, that's actually the title. perfect name for Tacos Chrissy Teigen show. Please God, pay attention. To me. Did you read that um, interview with Allison Roman today, where she dragged Chrissy Teigen? I saw no. My jaw's on the floor hearing processing that information. Okay, so she so there was an interview with Allison Roman. Um, where she dragged both Chrissy Teigen and who's the the lady tidying up Marie Kondo. What did she say? What, yeah, First of all, where say? do you guys stand on Allison Roman, and which recipes have you made? Okay, I have made the the first stew, the second stew, this potato dish she did that was like with um sardines. It was like potatoes and sardines. I made a Brussels sprout thing she did once. Um, and a couple of other things, but I haven't made the shallot pasta. How about you? No, I was one. I actually, because I was wondering about the shallot, I've only made the stew, which I found to be really bland, unfortunately. The first stew? Yellow. Yeah. The chickpea one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was, that was like probably my, the least favorite thing that I've, I actually really liked her second stew, which is the white bean. Um, uh, that one looks good. One. 
yeah, I feel embarrassed been... to say this, but like I'm, I am scared of anchovies, and I know that's a pedestrian thought, but I just like can't connect with them. So, um, bleep the guy I'm dating said something recently that I found to be insightful, which is that sardines are like a food, but anchovies are, um, but anchovies are seasoning. So like anchovies are just like a way oh. to put salt on. It's literally like flavored salt. Like if you put, if you try to use it, I was scarred in 2015. I tried to make a Caesar for like a dinner party for someone I hated, and <laughs> I try. I was ter- I got terrified of the anchovy in the kitchen, and I didn't know what to do with myself. And this was 2015, so you can imagine how hard that must have been for me. I mean, that's yeah. before before the stew even. <laughs> yeah, I know to, to deal with an anchovy pre in a pre stew culture to cook at all in a pre stew culture. It wasn't done back then. Uh, I was listening back to a previous ep, and George, you mentioned Alison Roman before, and I had no idea who she was, mm. and guess what I did? Pretended like I knew. You really expertly pretended, though, because I now remember this episode, and it was actually a pretty significant portion. <laughs> so, Catherine, to catch you up, we were talking about who our ideal listener is in that episode, mm. and we created an entire mythology, and it is um, a gender queer bard recent bard graduate named mix emma and they are listening while making the allison roman stew obsessed and sam just pretended that he knew what i was talking about the i just said yeah yeah totally that's so right and i get it but to to do it with your co-host sam yeah i mean we need honesty look inward look inward (laughs) truly but it's just like were we really gonna like hold up the pod like our podcast is sacred, so it's like, are we really going to, like, hold up the podcast to be like, well, who's Allison Roman? Like, you know, it's just like, no, let's 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 keep the dialogue on track. Well, you know, I recently fully went off on people in our group chat, Sam, you remember this, for not knowing who Allison Roman was. Your group chat, like... In fact, <laughs> in fact I, said, I said, I think my exact words were, it is shocking to me that people in this thread would not know who Allison Roman is. I agree. Oh, yeah. it, it the things and I've then, heard about this chat. I'm like, I would to be a fly on the wall. I would give anything for a single oh my day. God. In your and I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Matt's exact response was, "Fuck you, George." <laughs> Speaking of gay, straight. Oh, we do oh good, good. Oh. That was a really good segue. Speaking of gay, <laughs> straight. Should we do it? And we. Catherine, I'll show you straight culture. she's holding up her birth control Catherine is holding up what appears to be a a birth control what is that called? I'm convinced this is making my body look different and putting me in a bad mood but I am so addicted to getting filled up with cum that I have to keep (laughs) taking it wait are you guys on Finsta because I just started one and I want you to be a part of my community Um, wait I want to be a part of your community I don't have one Sam does have one but he doesn't allow anyone to follow it it's more of a a performance Project. Yeah. <laughs> okay, don't, uh, look at me i don't trust you you guys wait i want to talk about this okay no one's gonna care but i did three-fourths anal whoa whoa what's three-fourths three-fourths just how big is brian's cock <laughs> <laughs> yeah show us how big his cock is <laughs> okay, bring brian, brian out brian bring brian out I and have him show us his cock i don't know where he is he must have his headphones in because he, i think he's right next to me brian <laughs> no response. I, he did leave. He did leave. He left me. Um, okay. We um we tried three fourths anal. So that oh. didn't go. That it went in three fourths of the way. Very smart, Sam. Very good. I wasn't sure. Did how did you? What inspired it? 
I uh, what did inspire? Okay, well, what inspired it was that I've been and and tell me if this is too um straight for your taste. I'm talking as like a anal. Girl. No, it's okay. Because for me, like to be a straight girl talking about anal, it's like okay, it's I'm like I'm like it's we get it. Sure, well, but sure I don't think sure. that's true though because here's the thing: you don't have a what's it called? But it's my it's my job to be like I might try it. Like that's <laughs> as a straight girl, my role in culture is to be like I want to try it. <laughs> I think it's fun because it's such a shared uh, experience. It can be like, wow, okay, so, like, does it, like, how did you feel about it? Yeah, like, it's yeah. amazing that we can all have that. Yeah, and it's crazy. I mean, t- honestly, the craziest part of this all is, like, I haven't even talked about this on my own podcast yet, and that's what you guys do to me. You make me feel this like This is the Radio Lab just- exclusive. Catherine Torrance has tried <laughs> anal three-fourths of the way. Radio Lab exclusive. Radio Lab is say- such a good title. Before when I said before when I said you don't have a and then I stopped because I forgot the word the word was prostate but keep I going don't. you got your room got so dark George yeah you literally sitting in it happens so suddenly because you I'm still right hurt us window. George <laughs> wait hold on I'm gonna turn the light on you look like someone who would hurt hurt us so tell us tell us about it. Well, did I it, think was it, it fun or did it like suck? No, it was so fun because I think, first of all, it's like I've been enjoying like a finger. I think mm-hmm. for me mostly it was like just like the newness and like the intensity, especially after being with this person like all the time every day and like, ha- you know, we know our rhythm sexually. And so to introduce something new is just really fun. Wow. So I'm excited to see where this chapter takes me. <laughs> do they do anal in normal people? I haven't. I've only watched four episodes. I only could watch three. Did you watch the whole thing, Sam? I haven't seen an app. Did you, you read the book? I did read the book, but I, you know what's so funny about books and me is that I literally never can remember a single thing about them. After <laughs> I know. I, I felt, well, I, I felt that way dur- while watching it. I was like, I kept, as things were happening, I would remember back to when I read them. But if you were to ask me, what is the plot of normal people? I couldn't tell you. Not even close. Especially because I think the book, like, I, the whole time I was reading it, I was like, yeah, like I'm enjoying this, but I don't know what the hype's about i liked her other book better i would say i thought the other book i thought the other book was overall better but i thought normal people's best moments were better like i thought normal people was more inconsistent Mm -hmm. so like there were part there were like paragraphs where i was like oh this is real this is like a more you know you can tell she's more kind of it's like a more maturely written uh prose or whatever but like but overall, I think the first book is like a better book from beginning to end. This is absolutely um, like showing up to class without having done the reading vibes. <laughs> okay, I have a question. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I have a question about reading in general now if we're going to go there. Because George, I mean, maybe you guys feel this way. I, I have a disease where because as a, as a merit, well, you are, were, never mind, as school children in general yes like i was just taught to read so 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 quickly so i could get through stuff so even now when i read for pleasure i find myself like literally against the clock racing through shit and like not even in i'm like what is this for this book i'm not trying to prove to anyone that i like yeah oh i'm such a slow reader Really? I'm really I would, slow. Yeah. I'm slow as hell. I like I'm i take really my time and i also really like rereading things like if i read a paragraph that i like a lot i will then like read it again to Ew. to fully like, Ew. It. <laughs> I, I, so, I feel unsafe. Wait, I'll, I'll find something. First of all, sorry, go ahead. Now this. 
I'll find myself reading a page and like kind of zoning out and being like, wait, now I have to go back and read that whole page. And like, I just will. I take my time. Yeah, no, I take my time. I mean, I do wish I didn't because I see other people, um, for instance. Normal people, George. I'm kidding. <laughs> so I'm true. I'm kidding. So true. <laughs> I'll say, uh, Stradio Lab listener Dan Daddario, um, friend of the fr- friend of the pod, last year on December of 2019 released his list of books he had read that year, and it was, I believe, 92 books. That's psycho. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. I didn't even know that was an option. How many books I'm did like, I read? Because I do feel like I'm. Om- I always have a book that I'm reading. It's not like I'm not, you know. But I, but I. I really do just take my time. <laughs> yeah, I find, mm, I don't know. I just go through phases. Like the first like month of Quora, I didn't read anything. And now I'm kind of back on track. What are you reading? I just finished um, the Mary Gatskill story, short stories, Bad Behavior. Have you read those? Oh, no. But I, I mean, obviously I really like her. She had a, so uh, a recent good. thing. But yeah. Her recent thing was really good too about like. And then you are her. Yeah, that, she she yeah. wrote like a tiny it's like a tiny book um about kind of a me too situation from like a man Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Guys, this podcast getting too smart. <laughs> okay, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> like literally like uh, you would love it. The stories are really good bad behavior. Okay, okay, let's talk about like come let's talk about come again. Okay, let's talk about come. Wait. What is everyone thinking <laughs> about come? Wait, wait, wait. Are you guys fucking or what's the vibe? I very rarely have anal sex anyway so not like fucking in the classic sense okay, so um, I, do, I do anal more than you grow up you literally do anal <laughs> i did try to use a dildo to jo this week because i was like i gotta start like getting back into anal i'm like <laughs> it's like <laughs> reading for me <laughs> it's like Wait, so what was hard. the chris Teigen show taco taco look at me look at me god, 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 tacos and nachos colon god will you please look at me i think <laughs> is that it All right, well you know we, we have the records we can look back but um, um, yeah, getting back, getting back into anal. Won't you please look at me? <laughs> getting back into yeah. <laughs> um, wait, should we like talk about our topic? Oh yeah, Ugh, so I guess it feels like such a hard pivot, but let's do I mean, it. Like, I'm excited the... about the topic. <laughs> okay, great. At minute fifty-seven, are you ready, Catherine, to introduce <laughs> the topic? So for me, a huge part of my um, is this. I don't know how this works, but for me, we, we don't really have a structure for it. So go okay, ahead. Great. For me, a huge part of straight culture is monogramming things. So you, ha- so you are from Texas, first of all. I think yeah, I'm from Texas. I also know like Sam as someone who went to UVA. Like you probably know a lot about monogramming as well. Yes, and before that, I lived in Southern Virginia, and there was uh, it was a huge part of the culture. The graduation so for, me, for me, growing up, like it was normal. Like everyone, everything you had, guys and girls, you had your initials on it or your name. LL Bean backpack. It was really everyone had an LL Bean backpack with their initials. Everyone had John Hart toiletries, suitcases, luggage with their names on it. And it, this was normal. This was natural. And when I graduated high school, I received, I, w- I would say, at least like 16 to 20 items um, with my name on them. I even had a um, little, t- a co- I got a koozie with my name on it. I got a tumbler that said Catherine. It had a Princeton tiger on it. And Classic. so when I got to college and I had all this shit, everyone was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why is your name on <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but sorry to. But on the other hand, you did go to Princeton, so I I would actually assume most people came in with fully monogrammed. Yeah, but for me, and it's so funny because to the the general 
world. Uh, Princeton is like a conservative preppy place. But when you come from like Houston, Texas, like private school, it's like that. It doesn't even Princeton felt like a liberal oasis. I was like, yeah, no, that's fair. These are full blown, like sexually liberated feminist hippies. Now, (laughs) because because they don't have their initials everywhere. It's like, oh, my God. How can I identify you? Are you off the grid? <laughs> so, and then even like guys like having like the initial on their um, like Patagonia or like I, I went to a school with uniforms and we had, you know, EHS every single day, EHS, EHS, EHS. So I just think monogramming, if you're straight and you come from a straight community that's like country clubby and like Christian, you're going to have some monogram shit. I still have a dop kit from my high school graduation present that has like STT on it and it's like... <laughs> So embarrassing, and I hate it. What's but, your middle what name? Thompson. Oh, that is, Southern, that is Southern. Oh, <laughs> that is. Name too. Wow. Wait, what's yours? Cummins. Wow. Lisa Cummins. Oh my goodness. Southern Bell till you hit Cohen. Hard, hard left, and we're we're Jewish at this point. <laughs> Congrats on that, by the way. Erotic, ma- exotic mashup of a person <laughs> getting married for once. <laughs> uh, story. George, you said something really troubling in the text I did. before this. I'm before. scared of this, this information. So here's so the information. The information is that I don't have a middle name, and that is like. Like oh, oh no! God. Like did they forget? Like what? So here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. Okay, so like birds are really complicated. So I could totally see like being like a total rush and forgetting. There's a second element to this, which is that both my sisters do. No. Yes. Oh. There, there's something really dark. Oh my god. So here's That's the thing. All messed up. If you look at our names, it's almost like my parents were slowly figuring out how middle names work because what happened was I don't have one. Then my sister, rather than having a middle name, has a first name and then a dash and then a second name on her birth on her uh, passport. It's and then the third one actually has a real middle name. <laughs> so it's almost like they were like, okay, uh, attempt one. Like I don't. Let's just not even put anything down. I don't want to risk it. Attempt two. I guess it's one name, and then attempt three. They like finally got it. I'm scared for that. Yeah. So how did that? Was that hard growing up? So here's the thing. Um, I first of all, middle names are generally a very like. They don't exist everywhere. Like it. You know, my family's Greek. Like not. It's not like that common for all Greek pe- for Greek people to have middle um, names. Sam is freaking out. I'm, your global perspective is-, is complicating my. I'm trying to bring a global perspective. Yeah, yeah. I watch. This is my worldview. Don't make it like this. Yeah, please keep it narrow. <laughs> I'm gonna upset. Maybe, maybe, maybe Sam. Just because you haven't read the Irish novelist Sally Rooney's books, <laughs> normal people in conversation with friends, you know, doesn't mean you can't handle a little globalism. You know, the moment I found out she was Irish was today on this podcast. Did this you whole time out that she's twenty-eight years old. That's insane. Wait, that's... Sam. She's twenty-eight. <laughs> that's the whole thing. Is that she's like really, that's really young deal? and like got. Has a few and Sally Rooney's twenty-eight. These are the things you have to know if you want to be in straight culture. Oh, she's. How did she get famous? That's what she's like. She's like the big, yeah. She like is like a huge success story because she wrote her first book when she was like twenty five, I guess. Twenty four. 
Who, how the heck did she focus? To be 24 and writing a book, I mean, I worry, I'm worried about her at this point. I'm worried about Sally Rooney. Well, the other yeah. thing about Sally Rooney is that in all interviews, she's like, I mean, she's just kind of like, oh, I don't really pay attention to it all. Like, yeah, I guess I'm famous, if you say so. Is she in a relationship? I need to know. Yeah, she is. In fact, guy, I think there's like a controversy guy, because long-term, she, long-term. guy, long term, unless they've broken up in the last six months, that was the last time I checked in on her. But I do think, <laughs> I do know that there's like, I guess it's controversial that he's kind of like from a wealthy family because she herself is a, an avowed uh, Marxist. We love that. A hundred percent. Okay. I smell a new book. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever considered class? Anyway, um, I, I um, total uh, skater boy. For your vibe. consideration, dot dot dot. <laughs> FYC class. Um, parasite, as, as you would say, uh, parasite vibes. Parasite vibes. Parasite vibes. Uh, what so about my. <laughs> oh wait, sorry. Literally, your middle name. So here's the thing. So my so my family like we um we came over to America when I was young and then we moved back to Greece when I was a teenager as everyone knows. So when I was living in the states in New Jersey, I was in a very like I would say very like white republican Honestly, probably similar to whatever Princeton is like, Catherine. I mean, it was it was like in um, a, a slightly different part of New Jersey, but um, a lot of like country clubs, lacrosse, very Connecticut-y. And I truly, as much as like I in no way like pretend that I'm uh, that I face any kind of oppression, that I it was very alienating. Like I truly had no idea what any of those things meant. Like I didn't know what a when people were like. The club, like the country, I didn't know what a country club was. I didn't know what any of these weird, like <laughs> sports so were. Up. What this is, this is absolutely disgusting. You just said the word country club, and I go, I really want a BLT in my head. <laughs> I was like, I wish we had BLT stuff for dinner. <laughs> Cancel me. I mean, I still don't like. Also, this was during a time when, like, it was really, tr- it was cool for people to be wearing like double polos oh. with like. Flip collars or like guys wearing lily pulitzer ties do you remember those do yeah. you remember lily pulitzer of course she's a legend yeah <laughs> an absolute she queen really oh my god yeah it's like in in the town of princeton there's a lily pulitzer store a barber store and that's it <laughs> yeah. vineyard vines store vineyard vines what about that brand that is like a black dog yeah, what is that? Do you know what I'm talking about? I yeah, have no I idea what you're talking about. You I do know, know what I'm talking about. Okay, I feel like it's like Cape Cod or something. Wait, I'm going to look it up. Black, black dog. No, I'm going to like big creepy dog brand. George, are Wait, you with it's us? Wait, called, it's called the Black Dog. George, you're making this up. George, okay, wait, wait. The Black Dog is a restaurant and tavern in Vineyard Haven on the island of Martha's Vineyard. Oh, and they have... Go. Okay, oh, and they have so desperate for attention. You're making all this up. <laughs> no, and they have a store. They have a store. There's literally an, a photo of the store on the Wikipedia page, and they just sell various things that just have a black dog and then say the black dog. Oh my god, sad. So yeah, what do you guys have to say about that? <laughs> <laughs> but to to kind of close the loop, um, a, a distinct memory I have, for instance, is ordering an LL Bean backpack, but just ordering it with 
instead of initials, it just said George. Because <laughs> I was like, oh. okay, my name. Which other people <laughs> did too, but that was very much like not the norm. But that was actually mm. kind of cool. It was like post. I remember some of my friends did that and we thought that was really cool. Okay, interesting. I don't think... Um... I've been screaming your name. Oh my God, is that Brian? Yeah, do you want to come say hi? I was on a Zoom, yeah. You were on a Zoom? How were you zooming? I was zooming with Larry. On me. I was zooming with Larry. Hi, Brian. Hey, bro. Larry Owen. He, he can't. Wait, Larry. Oh, he can't hear. Oh, he can't hear. Larry Owen. Oh, wait. Um, I can't hear. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Hey. Hi. Hi. How are you? So good. How are you? Oh, we're good. I did hear. I heard like uh, I heard something. I told them about three fourths. Three yeah, we were asking to congrats on the three fourths, and then yeah. we asked how big your dick was. <laughs> yeah, what does three fourths mean? And then I was calling, you know, I was like, Brian, come tell them how big your cock is. <laughs> I been too gross for online, even. I can't tell. I can't hear anything. She so. describes. She's... This is my dream podcast, and I, I can't hear what I just talk. She describes. <laughs> <laughs> she describes my dick as being perfect, and I say that you know, darling, you could say that it's big, and she says, no, it's perfect. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, wow. I mean, that's better. That's better. I guess, but it feels like it's like a way. It's like I'd rather her say it's big, but like it is it's fucking perfect. perfect. Isn't that like what you? Yeah, want? that's better. Like, like a big dick. I was gonna say, but it is big. But instead, you really just double down on perfect. I can't hear that. Yeah, yeah, what I would yeah, say yeah. is that perfect means it's definitely big enough to please. Right. Wow. That's what I would say. It is. I'd say it's big enough to please. I once knew a guy who had a dick so small the condom fell off, and now he's married. And I'm like, who married that dick? <laughs> Wow! Was it you? Who amongst us has Finish married him? Yeah. Here's the thing: people don't know this about me. I absolutely... Oh, she can't hear me at all. I forget. Um, wait. Okay. Brian, give us our guest back. Give us our girl. Bye, Brian. Um, so what have I was ever seen say, a cuter boy in your life? No, not in my whole life. You know his hair looks very good. So I, sh- I shaved his head, and now that's like it. It grown out. Okay, wait. Back. I wanted to go back to the yes. conversation, if that's okay. Yes. I just want to say that. Oh, Misha's here. Oh, I'm getting a refill. Misha, I want to meet uh, Misha again. I want to say, um, I think small dicks are incredible. Uh, small dicks make me feel like I'm a sex god and I can do whatever I want. Call me Pete Holmes because I'm sex god. Um, oh, I, what was that? Was that his book? Comedy, Comedy sex, sex god. god. And the whole double entendre is like. It's about those three things, comedy, sex, and right, God, because right. he was Christian, but also he's a comedy sex God. He is Happy living to explain further. in a fantasy. You know what, I, you know what is my, one of my favorite phrases that has defined my entire life? When Bridget Jones picks up the phone in the morning and she's just been fucked and she goes, uh, wanton, this is Bridget Jones, like wanton sex goddess with a naughty man between her thighs. And I was like, that's <laughs> what I want to be, a wanton sex goddess. Okay, you know what's crazy? That was the first movie I watched in quarantine. It's really? so good. It's so good. It absolutely holds up. Do you love up. it? It's like a perfect rom-com. I mean, yeah, no, it's it because you always want, and I guess there are other ones that are like, I'm trying to think of like classic rom-coms, but that really does just hit all the pleasure centers. I guess it is because it's literally Jane Austen. But it's also like, just like the casting is so perfect. And yeah, like, yeah. I, I mean, obviously, anything where a woman is not, like, a size zero, I'm like, please, please give me more of this. Like, because she's so hot and, like, lusted after, but she always talks about, like, wanting to lose weight and stuff. And I'm like, that's being a girl. <laughs> well, that is the other thing, though. I remember it being Only such a thing. 
<laughs> I remember being in such a thing that she like gained so much. It like the pressure <laughs> around that movie was like, like Renee Zellweger, who's normally normal, looks like a giant elephant in this movie. Renee, how did you do it? Did you just nonstop just like drink lard? And she's like, oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I mean, it was weird. It was hard. But now I'm back to normal. Thank God. And then you watch the movie and she truly looks and normal. Then- for the third movie, I think she refused to gain weight. And so she's just like, the whole plot of the third movie is like, well, I finally did it. Dropped those final pounds. And it's like, you've oh. lost your luster. Like, oh, no. Your ass sliding on the fire pole was like iconic. Let's see that ass, Oh, that, girl. that was iconic. And she, and I have to, I mean, I genuinely do think she looks good. Like her face looks good. Like it's, it's not, Beautiful. It, it isn't like one of those transformations either way. Because people gain or lose weight and then like, you know, actors will like not look like themselves if they like have a big transformation. But with that one, she genuinely looked great. Anyway, I know. Um, I have, I just have such an endless crush on Colin Firth. Like he can. Oh, he's yes. so hot. Who are y'all's number one celeb crushes? I'm curious. Ooh, I think <laughs> um, James Gandolfini. But he's oh, dead. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, do you know what I can? Can they be dead? Yeah, yeah. it's encouraged. Okay. Yeah, James Gandolfini. <laughs> Did I tell you my? Have you seen that movie with James Gandolfini and Julia Louis Dreyfus? No, oh, I, I haven't. heard it's really good. It's really good. It's really good. You should see it. They're Does he, Catherine? What is your story? It's not really a story. It's just that one time my friend's dad. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I'm I'm listening. Like ran into the room and was like, <laughs> he said something like, "Turn on this channel. There's a show about." <laughs> it's not funny. Show about... He goes, "Turn it on. There's a show about James Gamfolbini." And I, <laughs> Gamfolbini. that's so funny. Wait, who are your guys' celeb celeb number ones? Okay, this is not at all my current one, but the first thing that came to mind was the the peak. Jude Law era. Oh, what was that reaction? I have to, <laughs> yeah, I have to respect or... it. I have to respect it. Just famously, Pat and I don't think he's hot. Oh, oh. Pat. Well, I, I mean, I think you could argue either way right now, but for for me, it was like, like, have you seen Closer? It's so no. good. Like in Closer, I thought he was really, and in fact, speaking I mean, of Closer, spe- who's the other guy? Oh my god, why am I blanking? That guy from like the Nick. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what's his name? Fuck. What's the guy from the Nick? <laughs> Clive Owen. Oh, he's hot. I would say Clive Owen was also a bit like Clive Owen to me is very sexy. Oh, you know who's hot? Leave Schreiber. He is hot. He is he, so hot. He's hot. Fuck. I'm getting French. <laughs> I'm wearing literally. Um, I'm actually no, I shouldn't talk about it. I just uh, my uh, I got like a podcast thing to like a menswear thing and we ordered these boxers and I've been sort of wearing them as an outfit. That's hot. Um what was I gonna say? My crushes oscillate like early early days it was like Ashton Kutcher, Robert Pattinson, and now I'm like, is it post Malone? So I no. I yeah, I wanna have I'm allowed to have sex with post Malone, says my boyfriend. What's hot about him to you? Everything. Huh. Like, wait, I'm it, gonna look him up again just to make sure. Yeah, no, he's this also is who I think really it is. talented. 
Well, talent's like not hot to me. Is that crazy? <laughs> That's the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> talent is very I hot to me. I get a monogrammed full circle. On a talent is not hot to me. Sam Tiger. No, I literally do not care. I just need <laughs> a specific like body and, and maybe an attitude. Wait, that's so crazy to me because I'm the opposite. I really like. I'm often attracted to like I'll be attracted to a mind. <laughs> Oh, so you're, you're demi, you're demisexual. Oh wait, what's happening? Oh. Wait, what oh, no. happened? What happened? Okay, I'm just. I got a work email, and I was like, "Please, God in on heaven and earth, be good news." And here's what it was: medium news. It didn't go in either direction. Someone told me I should sing less on my podcast, and I was like, "Don't listen to my podcast if you don't like it." Was it like a commenter, like who a friend? I, or... I recently stayed with me, read the reviews, um, which overall was like amazing like because when people it's crazy to think that what we do what we're doing here people what actually hear it doing here. we have not i have to say you know we're at some point we are going to get a negative review and it's going to be crushing so far we've only gotten positive ones yeah it'll but, be fine you're riding high on the back yeah i can't use words the way i used to be able to do you know what i mean oh a hundred percent same yeah, i mean i, it, it, I, I am fully that. forgetting the english language i also do you want to know something like kind of weird so I, you know, I speak Greek. Wait, Joe, you didn't let us say yes. <laughs> what do you think? Should we? Should I go holding this? I mean, I actually love that. It's Friday night. Like, we're actually having a really good night. Like, how weird is it? <laughs> yeah, like, don't fuck this up for us. No, like, you know, I was like, gonna say, night, like, I don't want to hear it. But if it's like just like gonna add a little spice to our night, I'll hear it. It's definitely a spice, a spice adder. Catherine, are you? Seas- in it's seasoning. It's kind of the anchovies of. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. So I, you know, I speak Greek with my family and I, you know, when I was in high school, I, my English got worse because I was speaking Greek all the time. And then when I moved back to the States, my Greek got worse because I, you know, only speak it when I'm on the phone with my family. And what's weird that's happening currently is because I don't interact with a lot of people, but I do talk to my family often. I think I'm like back to 50-50 and I genuinely think my English is getting worse. Like That's I often will like reach for words and not think of them. But you know what's so hot when people are trying to think of a word? Like, <laughs> when people are like, um, like they're like they have sort of um, hair in their face. <laughs> just like that, that that moment of silence is like you get to look kind of smart because you're like thinking. Like people can see you think. Does that make any sense? No, yeah. Well, you just said that you just said you don't care about people thinking, and you're only interested in outside appearances. Right, right, right. But like the way, like I don't care about them having talent. Like I care about maybe like the performance of uh, a certain, like, <laughs> like the performance of smart. I think is hot. Okay, fuck, Mary kill, intelligence, talent, um, uh height <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good one <laughs> um i would intelligence talent height fuck talent i think that could uh-huh. be like fun yeah i agree uh i would I marry guess... intelligence i don't really care about height oh see i i think i would marry intelligence and fuck height and, and kill talent. Brian's laughing. Um, kill, kill ta- well, 
Yeah, because I'm like I'm talent. <laughs> Wait, yes, that's it. I want to be the star. Do you, I mean, how- I, I think you know what I think. I think also like ta- mm, the kind of talent I'm attracted to requires intelligence, so I think that's why I'm leaning towards intelligence. Right. Jordan, what's your answer? Um, well, I kind of was going to go in a different direction. No, I think my, I think I, I think I guess I also don't care about height, but if I were to change height and make a general physical appearance, maybe that would make it different, like just hotness. No, I think intelligence, talent, height is an, like, we should like take this. Okay. 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 Fine. So I, so then what I would do is, (sighs) I mean, I do think I value in a partner intelligence more than talent. Like, I would rather someone be really smart, but, you know, have a, I don't know, like, an interesting job than someone be, like, a genius painter, but be, like, a complete psychopath. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want like, a talented genius who, like, keeps to himself and has erratic moods and, like, is a piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. So I think I would fuck talent, marry intelligence, kill height. Is that what you said, Sam? Wait, I was yeah, I wasn't listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what you said. I'm the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the only girl in this town who fucked height. Okay, wait. Have we been doing this podcast forever? Wait, I'm I sorry. Know. Have we? Yeah, no. It's been an hour and twenty five minutes. Okay. We've literally <laughs> been like holding you hostage. Well, I also feel like the thing about Zoom pods is that you don't remember it's a podcast, and you feel like you're just catching up with your friends. Then you say you're like, "Was I being at all interesting?" But guess what? Guess what? I, honestly, <laughs> this podcast. So we always talk about the podcast while we make the podcast, and. How have we been doing? Yeah, Catherine, rate us. It feels like the most effortless thing in America. Are you sure? Because it feels like a little bit like, like I'm just worried we've been boring. Are you serious? I am too. I really am. The fact that I didn't like check the clock every 10 minutes says, even during my own podcast, I'm like, like, is this over yet? And this has just been an absolute delight. I'm sorry. I I hope I brought enough um, sparkle to the end. Well, of course, you brought plenty of sparkle. It was, I feel like it was us. And I feel like we were like, you know, we're coming off on this. this This is our first Zoom pod. Only in your head because of that. I think you've been absolutely perfect. Start to finish. Perfect landing. Stick it. And you know what I will say? I'm like, it is, it's been so nice to catch up with you, but I'm also like, wouldn't it be great if we didn't have to I was just this? thinking, like, can we, like, stop the pod and, like, talk for a few minutes, or is it, like... Let's do it, but let's <laughs> first do, let's, yeah. Yeah. let's first do our final segment. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, Sam, should doing? we even do it? <laughs> I think we have to, because it's, like, it's, like, our final segment, and it's just, like, we did the first two, first one. No, you're right, you're right. And it's, like, I if we didn't... Okay, well, the final okay. segment. Don't be, please don't be mad at us, Catherine. You're fuming. <laughs> I was, I was fuming. What's that like? <laughs> do you know what I'm referencing? From Love Island, yeah. Um, fuming, mate. Fuming. A... I was fuming. I can't it's do so it. Good. God damn it. It's so good. Um. So our last segment's called like shoutouts, and <laughs> in the great tradition of straight culture, we love to give a shout out to. Uh, you know, anything that we feel uh, like giving a shout out to. And it's important to keep in mind as you do it, these are high energy. You got to imagine you are at, you are in the studio audience at TRL and you're giving a shout out to your high school. Um, So this is kind of the peak of your life. You can imagine. Um, I guess I'll go first. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let me see. Okay. (laughs) 
What's up, listeners? Um, I just want to give a quick shout out to the show Mrs. America. I have been watching this show uh, for the last two weeks. I started it two weeks ago, and every single time I watch it, me and Misha get in a fight. I don't know why. We both like the show. Nothing that bad is happening, and yet something about it makes us both mad at each other. Usually the time we walk the dog afterwards is upsetting, but the actors are good. It's so well cast, and Oh, baby, do I want to live in the 70s. I love you, Miss America. Woo! This is an amazing wow. bit. I've also been, uh, we've also been watching Miss America, and it's really good. Should I watch it? Yeah, yeah I actually, yeah. I genuinely think it's it's good. And it's like, it's just like cartoonish enough. Like, obviously, it's kind of like a, you know, heightened version of it and everyone's playing like caricatures of the characters literally rose Byrne as gloria steinem is like my glasses and my hair i love her it really just because i it's literally like just because i have hair doesn't mean i'm not smart (laughs) yeah that's absolutely like the the magazine yeah yeah it's literally it's literally her hair's like on her face behind her glasses and she's like welcome to miss magazine (laughs) yeah yeah we probably yeah 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 vagina does that make you uncomfortable that weird? abortion oh, abortion you that you feel really weird when you say words like that <laughs> okay time for <laughs> okay hi listeners i want to give a shout out to my new walk look at that Whoa. um for anyone who didn't see that i took out my giant walk and i showed it on camera um here's the thing with my giant walk is i thought First of all, walk W-O-K, as in um, a cooking, a, for cooking, for stir-frying. I bought it thinking it was going to be a normal size for my kitchen. And I need new cooking stuff because my oven is, say it with me, broken, broken. And my landlord refuses to fix it. And at this point, even if you wanted to fix it, I'm not going to let anyone in my apartment because of the pandemic. So Ooh. I'm kind of stuck only using soap top. And also my window is broken, but that's a different story. And so I got this walk thinking, okay, I'm going to do so much cooking. This is going to be great. I paid almost $200 for it. And what do you know? It's literally the size of my entire stovetop. It is three times as big as I thought it was going to be. Amazing, now I just... So now I just kind of have it in its box as a reminder that at one point I'm going to have a really large kitchen and I'm going to be able to cook all the stir fries I want. And that day has not come yet for me. Woo! I'm going to have Nancy Meyer's kitchen one day. Yeah. That cost how much? Um, well, it's like reset. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. I didn't clock that, as they say. I didn't clock the brand. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I truly, you know, like, I don't know if you had this during the first couple of weeks of all of this, but like wanting to invest in certain home things, being like, this is like, you know, obviously I'm not going out, I'm not going to restaurants. Like, I have a, some extra spending cash. I'm going to buy some things that are like good staples to have in the home. And for whatever reason, I thought that was one thing I should buy. Can you really not use it? No, I mean I can. It's just like it truly takes up like you gotta use that's all like the it's, it's so comically large. <laughs> because then you can have so many leftovers, and that's how I know, I know, I know. It's such hell to put in my leftovers to put in my mini fridge. Oh, you have mini too. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Yeah, I just came from a mini space. Um. Um. Okay, Catherine, okay, give us your shout out. 
Hey guys, what the hell is up, fuckers? I just want to give a quick shout out to my absolute savior queen throughout quarantine, which has been my jeweled headbands from Amazon. Jeweled headbands. <laughs> now that we're going tits up only on camera, it's been an amazing place to look always fashionable, always dressed up by just putting a headband on your fucking head, you stupid bitch. <laughs> These range from $14 to $23 on Amazon. I don't know. Is it bad to use Amazon? I don't remember. I can't keep up. I'm a bad person. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So I want to give a shout out to these, and these also make my face look thinner. Not that having a thin face is good or bad, but there's something about lifting my head up that makes me look <laughs> like shout the fuck out to my YouTube headbands. Um, uh, wow. that was incredible. Um, oh. I just came to check in on me. I was like, oh yeah, the podcast, the podcast has been over for 30 minutes. Babe. <laughs> I'm recording the Amazon ads I told you about. Okay. <laughs> We need to stop recording. <laughs> yeah, stop recording so we can get into it. Okay. I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I have a, fr- a Zoom with friends at 8.30, so I have 10 minutes to talk to you. That's totally fine, but I, I'm i going to press guys. stop. Is okay. that okay? Okay, we okay. should say, like, bye. Like, okay. Okay, bye, bye everyone. Catherine. See you next time. Thanks for having me. I love you guys. You're love so you. amazing. Love you, Catherine. Bye.